So technically, TV is attached to the wall, goes with the house. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yes. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Colleen, I want to look at the moving parts of buying a home. Maybe the parts of the home buying process that we could consider negotiable. And just talk a little bit about uh, why these things are moving parts, how much flexibility there is, what the conversations usually look like between buyer and seller, and just kind of explore all these different things. Sure. And uh, just see, there's more flexibility than I think people realize in the buying process. And so kind of There's more to to an offer than the price. That's for sure. Yes. Great point. All right. So first thing uh, may seem obvious to some would be the repairs, right? That's usually a negotiated piece of the puzzle. Oh, yes. So what I like to tell our buyers is um, what we negotiate now to get your offer accepted, we have another chance to negotiate price, repairs, and that's in that repair contingency. So in the inspection contingency, it's usually about two weeks long. Um, Shorter now if people are writing real strong offers, trying to shorten that up. Some buyers are actually taking that piece out of their offer. So they are not going to negotiate repairs just to win the bid. They're willing to take the house as is and remove that contingency. But typically that contingency is in there for the buyers to give them time to have inspections and then present the seller with a repair addendum and request of repairs. Okay, so that's the repairs. And sometimes uh, people are very flexible with negotiating those. Other times people are going to be more stringent, right? Yes. Okay, just kind of depends and uh, situation to situation. If you want to win... Most of our buyers are removing that okay. repair contingency. You're not, not going to be picky about the repairs in today's mm-hmm. market. Good to know. Yes. All right. Something else that's a moving part in the buying process, time to close. What does that mean? So time to close. We can close a house with a loan within 30 days or even shorter. Average is probably 30 to 45 days right now. But um, some other things we're seeing that get creative in this current state of low inventory is that buyers are willing to give sellers a rent back period where after we close, they can rent back their own home for up to 60 days. So they have the time to go find their new home because that is the fear with sellers right now. Oh, I'd love to sell, but I don't have anything to buy. I don't have anywhere to go. So buyers are getting real creative on that time to close. Hey, giving them that extension, giving them that extra time, putting a contingency, a seller contingency on there so that the, the seller has time to go be a buyer. That's uh, fantastic, yeah. And that, that can be a really good incentive for people to, to close yeah. faster, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for buyers out there that don't have a house to sell, first-time buyers or they've already sold and they're renting or, or whatever their situation is, it gives them a little bit of leverage if they have the flexibility to give that seller the time they need. Very good and uh, helpful info as always. And if you, uh, I remember we actually put out a, uh, when we bought our first home, I think I shared this story. It's been a while though. I think Colleen, when we bought our first home, we actually didn't want to move in for like months. (laughs) And so, but it worked out because the sellers were building their home. And so they were like, all right, well, why don't we set the closing date? I think we negotiated in April Mm -hmm. and we set the closing date in September. 
And, yeah. and we just stayed under contract for the entire summer, essentially, and gave me more time to save up for the you know down payment and get all my ducks in a row. And it allowed the buyers to move into their new build instead of having to rent for a couple of months in between. So worked yeah, out there's, beautifully. There's a lot of uh, negotiating that, that can be done with that timeline. Yeah. And like when I say it's not just the price that matters, if somebody has the flexibility, if a buyer has the flexibility there in that aspect, that might mean a lot more to the sellers than the price. Great points. All right. Uh, something else that's negotiable or a moving part of the buying process, uh, negotiating closing costs. How closing much, costs. Yeah. How much flexibility is really there? Yeah. So, um, you know, we can write into an offer that sellers, we ask the sellers to pay some of the buyer's closing costs. However, that is not as strong an offer as a buyer that has their own closing costs saved. So being financially healthy is very important in this market. As a buyer, if you have your closing costs saved in addition to your down payment, you're a much stronger buyer and you have more of a chance of getting that offer accepted. Yeah, I think that's really interesting uh, to think about, Colleen, is the uh, flexibility that you have in all these different little moving parts and uh, closing costs. One of those areas that sometimes people don't realize you've got some room to wiggle there, but want to be careful, too, with just how much negotiating you do with any of these things that we talk about. This is probably a fun one for you, Colleen. I don't know. I could see this getting frustrating for an agent too who's focusing on the big picture and then has to look at these little details but <laughs> sometimes people like to negotiate the decor of a home you see something that you like and want to want to keep it around in the home and not yes. have the seller take it right yeah so you know i've been doing this a while and in a different market we we'd write in furniture into the offer buyers like oh can i have the piano or the desk or the living room couches or whatever it may be and the seller's like yeah just you know if they want it so bad we'll we'll give it to them with the house we're not seeing that right now we're suggesting don't write any personal property into the offer just because the prices are getting so inflated already on their own we don't want to do anything that jeopardizes that appraisal but sometimes a buyer will say hey i'll buy this house for this amount of money if you replace the carpet or if you upgrade the windows. And so that can be negotiated into an offer as well. All of these things can be figured out. Uh, I think in our first home, we ended up uh, doing some finagling at the last minute and got to keep like a rolling butcher block. And they didn't feel like taking the TV off the wall in the bedroom. So they asked us if we wanted to just... <laughs> oh, that's an interesting... The TVs. So technically, TV is attached to the wall, goes with the house. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, you know, curtains attached to the wall go with the house. But if you, you know, this is when it comes to a really good buyer's agent, make sure that you're including that in the verbiage and let's not assume anything because it's kind of a gray area. People think, oh, TV's personal property or is it attached? It's a hard one. Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, I think when we moved into our first home, we were surprised when the curtains were gone. <laughs> yes, and, we don't and, want those surprises for and anybody. And the rods. The rods were gone as well. So it was kind of like, oh, okay, we're going to start from scratch here. Great. Um, pretty, pretty. It was funny. It was mm. like, all right, well, at least this house has some relative privacy even without those things. So we were, yeah. we were okay. We did feel a little bit uh, exposed at night, um, you know, with the bright <laughs> lights on in the house and basically wide open bay windows and whatnot. But uh, it wasn't like it was a super busy street. So we were okay. Um, but it's it's fun. There was a little plumbing issue at the last minute, Colleen, and that's where the negotiating for the butcher block and the TV and uh, like one or two other things came in because they just could not stop this leak in the 
in the kitchen and it was like going to delay closing. And I was like, you know what? Look, just leave the leak and we'll take care of it with our own plumber and uh but but leave the butcher block in the tv <laughs> they're yep. like okay deal that'll even out to the cost of hiring the plumber okay fine that's great <laughs> so it was good good negotiating there friendly negotiating is that's always right. nice it was it was it was good stuff uh all right seller paid cleaning oh yeah uh, negotiable it just seems like a nice thing for the seller to to do anyway you know funny story it always seems that my clients that are so compassion you know thinking about oh i want to make sure this house looks spotless for the new buyers pay for a professional cleaning or just scrub it down themselves they're the ones that then move into the house where those sellers didn't leave things clean and i just i don't understand why that happens like that every time so sometimes i've stepped in and actually bought a a a clean of a house i've got a couple of preferred house cleaners that i like to use and give them some business but generally speaking, the seller's supposed to leave the house broom clean, quote, broom clean. And then the buyer can have it cleaned or come in and clean it to their standards before they move in. But sometimes the seller wants to do that, or sometimes the buyer maybe wants to request that the seller pay for that and, and do that. And so that's definitely a negotiating point. We're talking about different areas of negotiation and uh, moving parts of the buying process all those kinds of things on the show today. Something else you can negotiate is a home warranty. What's the deal with home warranties and uh, what's the negotiation element of those? Yeah, so what we do for our sellers is we put a home warranty on their home as soon as we have a signed listing contract and that's a value, part of our value proposition that we give our clients. And for that, the reason being that while we are on market or in escrow, if anything breaks or leaks, or shuts down or doesn't work that's covered by the warranty then we then we can help out our seller so for example inevitably the dishwasher breaks the day after we go on market um, the warranty will cover that and for the buyer the negotiating piece is for that warranty to be transferred to the buyer and and be a one-year home warranty you know there's a cost involved usually between 350 and 500 dollars and um, the buyer can pay for that themselves, or they can maybe negotiate to split that or for the seller to pay it for them. That's fantastic. And uh, do you find people ever use their home warranties? I mean, all that... the time. Oh, okay. They do. Good. Yeah, all the time. They really come in, especially, like I said, during, <laughs> during that contract period between offer accepted and closing or post-closing. Like sometimes it just happens. You move into a house and something breaks right away. And when, you know, you're doing everything you can to put all the money you can towards that home, that home warranty really does benefit you. You get, you know, for that $500 a full year, if anything breaks, it's covered. Very cool. Uh, Helpful information today with Colleen Benson of Benson Broker Group. One last question for you, Colleen, about things that are negotiable, the moving parts of buying a home. What about uh, mortgage fees and expenses? So that, you know, here in Oregon, we put that into the closing. That's just kind of part of the closing cost. It's uh, seller's pay, buyer's closing cost fees and prepaids. Um, so, yeah, that we just wrap that all into the closing cost there. And that is negotiable. The 
The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.